Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $600 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that's right for you with accessories like our cycling shoes, a heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends December 6th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 6, 2022. Excludes bike, bike plus, and tread basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Tread. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton. Motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. And welcome back to Once Upon a Timing. This time around, it's your podcast for everything for the holiday season. And that's all I had for this intro. (laughs) (laughs) Happy holidays. I'm Beth Elderkin. I'm joined as always by the lovely Abby. Abby, how are you doing? Beth, I'm I'm I have a mug and it's like the size of my face. It's supposed to be filled with candy and given as a gift. I just bought it and I fill it with tea. It says slay like like santa slay slay all day oh that's so perfectly fitting uh i actually bought a mug at walgreens and uh it was said home for the holidays which was perfectly fitting because uh we're staying home for the holidays uh but for some reason it was not dishwasher safe Okay, first of all, I'd like to make it glaringly obvious that both Beth and I turned 35 recently. <laughs> Mugs! <laughs> Mugs! <laughs> well, we do have a special guest joining us. We're going to be talking about everything holiday season, just having a nice casual fireside chat, but we're not alone. Uh, we've got uh, Tim Sampson joining us. Hello, thank you for having me back. Did you keep the intro short so I wouldn't interrupt it? What? Uh, no, I just didn't know what else to say. <laughs> she didn't. No, she did that instinctively. She didn't know she did it. I noticed it too. <laughs> <laughs> you just see me off hovering to the side, waiting to jump in at the first like pointless, snarky comment I could think to make to just derail everything. I, I mean, I did notice you kind of bouncing up and down in your chair just a little. I'm bit. ready to go. I I'm ready had, to jump in. I had a I had a very late afternoon cup of coffee. One not in the home for the holidays mug. R.I.P. Oh yeah, it now says like ho ho for uh, ho for holidays, ho for, for da, ho for da. It's like it, ho for days, letters, ho for days. Yeah, just most of the letters just peeled off in the dishwasher. So yeah, uh, I've yes. never I've seen some 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 mug damage in a dishwasher before, but never anything quite that quick and jarring. So yeah. Well, Tim did join us recently for uh, a Patreon episode that we did for our wonderful dearies and our snow queens. We want to thank, of course, all of our patrons for for joining us and supporting us. Uh, So if anyone is curious about that, it is on our Patreon page uh, for $5 plus patrons. Uh, Tim joined us to talk about the Netflix holiday movie Universe, uh, which is uh, one of my, my favorite holiday franchises of all time. I had so many theories. You guys should listen. (laughs) 
Uh, but you know, today we're actually just going to kind of just chat about the other holiday things that we enjoy, you know, uh, just having a having a good old time. Uh, Tim's got his Merry Christmas beer. I've got water. I'm showing it to Abby like she's the audience. <laughs> ah, ooh, yes. Uh, you've got water, and then mine is. I have Irish uh, Irish breakfast with a bunch of honey in it. Because does not have like a shit ton of caffeine in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, why don't we go ahead and start by just um, just talking for a second about how, uh, I guess, I mean, I hate the word unprecedented, but that's just really what it's going to, that's just the word of the year apart from pandemic. Uh, it's It's kind of a wild year for the holidays. I mean, normally Tim and I will travel to uh, alternating between his family and my family this year <laughs> for the first time in, in like since near the beginning of our relationship we're not going anywhere hence the home for the holidays mug that we bought at the start of this thing exactly <laughs> and then ironically ended up destroyed like it's just like i guess we're home this sucks <laughs> did, uh, did i did i mention one of our bedroom roofs is leaking right now it seems like kismet <laughs> it's very 2020 uh so yeah abby so like what if you know how have the holidays been for you like how have they been different than previous years so I live pretty close to a lot of my family. Um, uh, like my mother-in-law lives in town. She is part of our our pod because she watches our son. Uh, so we see her like very regularly. So she, the plan was she was going to come over for Christmas. That is no longer the plan. COVID, COVID, uh, but COVID ruins everything. Uh, my parents live like a town away. It's hard to explain. They live in a very rural town that doesn't have like anybody in it. Um, but they live like together and they have my two sisters who are both teenagers. One, in fact, who works in a restaurant in the public. My dad and my mom both work full time. So we're not going home. Like it's just one of those. If, if one of us has it, then we're just spreading it all over the place. So we're not doing that. Uh, what we did last year was, and I thought was going to be our new tradition. We went down to Florida. My father-in-law lives down on Cocoa Beach. And we spent last New Year's Eve, or sorry, uh, Christmas Eve in Disney. Oh, wow. Which I got sick about almost two weeks immediately after that. So I have a quiet conspiracy that I was the first (laughs) the first case of Ohio coronavirus. No one knew what it was. I got stupid sick. Like I couldn't taste anything. I couldn't smell anything. They thought it was a sinus infection. They tested me for like strep and all kinds of stuff. They're like, we don't know. It's probably a sinus infection. Never had a sinus infection in the day in a day in my life. Um, So that's my. And then all the people that I do jujitsu with also got like really sick in January and we just chalked it up to whatever. So anyway, big conspiracy that we all had it at some point. But yeah, so we're also not going to Florida, which Snapchat reminded me. They're like, remember like last year when you were in Disney today? It's like, (sighs) yeah, like uh, I've been getting those like Facebook reminders of like Mm -hmm. Christmas has gone by of just like, remember this previous year when everything was great and you were with people? This was awesome. Yeah, they really got to suspend that feature. Reminds me of like when quarantine first began. And I think I think somebody Gizmodo actually wrote an article about like the Apple Watch. And it's like you can cool it with the get up and move notifications (laughs) right now. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I liked the... uh... I like the, now we're just talking about but the before four times, the beginning of the pandemic, uh, when it was like, oh no, all these seniors won't be having their prom. So let's all post our senior photos in solidarity with them. And it was like, first of all, they hate this. <laughs> Second of all, this is not solidarity. And third, 
why are we bringing up these pictures of us from high school? It was nobody's peak time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a different holiday, but I mean, I know I've been trying to find the good where, where one can. And what, you know, what's been good is, you know, having it be a little bit quieter, a little bit more intimate, uh, like it's the first year that we get to actually, you know, enjoy our decorations and our our Christmas tree. This is your this is your last this is your last adult Christmas before oh, yeah, you're in, that's, before you're in charge um, of the magic. Oh yeah, no that that the thought did not escape us. Okay, in fact, good. That was also I, one of our key motivations toward not going anywhere. Was like this is kind of the last one before the baby is around, so maybe we should just like chill. <laughs> it's like yeah maybe we should chill rather than being anxious that you know our families are sticking to a two-week pre-visit pod situation which uh because initially we were thinking of going to visit my folks and then mm-hmm. decided to bail on that uh but yeah no i think uh christmas magic has already started though i feel like i don't know if it's because we can't travel or whatever this year but there's been like a real arms race to like uh, for gifts to and from the baby just appearing under the tree, which is really just me and Beth surprising each other. But it's like, oh, look at our, look what the baby got you. Something's under the tree. <laughs> yeah, no, the Christmas, the Christmas parent magic. I, I didn't think it was a real thing. Like, you know, they had like the bad moms Christmas movies and I watched them and I was like, okay, this seems a little dramatic. And I'm like, I have to make everything perfect. Everything has to be wonderful. And if it's not, and it's just like, Abby, he's, he, I think at the time, his first Christmas, he was nine months old. He had no concept of time of it was Christmas, anything. And I'm like, he hasn't seen Santa. Uh. <laughs> uh, but this year, Santa is calling him on Christmas Eve. Um, it's going to sound suspiciously like my father. I don't know. It's just a thing. Same thing when I talked to Santa when I was little, suspiciously sounding like my father. Um, but yeah, he'll be doing that because he is aware of Santa. Um, mm-hmm. We do not do Elf on the Shelf. That's a bunch oh, thank- of... Yeah, thank God. Listen to me talk about that and the surveillance state for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, see, I actually... We didn't grow up with Santa. I know Tim's family did, but we we didn't. I always thought it was for religious reasons, and to be honest, I still think it partially was. But um, it was actually kind of funny. Like, I'm pretty positive my parents don't listen to a podcast. If so, I love you, Mom, and I'm sorry in advance for what I'm about to spill. Uh, but I was just talking with my mom <laughs> and uh, saying that we're planning on doing, she was asking, she was um, complaining about uh, a family member doing, doing Santa. And I was like, well, we're probably going to do Santa, but we're going to, you know, we're going to do like one big gift on Christmas day. And that's the yep. one from Santa. And then yes. all the other ones are Christmas Eve. And she still gave me crap about it. <laughs> what? Is this is this what I'm gonna She's finally like, have a falling out with my mother in law over? <laughs> I mean, TBD is like she was like, I don't know. It's you know, I don't know. You'll, we'll see what happens. It's like the traditional like mom response. We'll see what happens. That's a very good mom impression right there. <laughs> you'll know, you'll know it when you get there. No, I will say that Santa uh, and I've noticed this from other moms that I'm. Not not that I know, because believe me, I call stuff like this out to friends, uh, but like people I know kind of like like work or on Facebook or something like that, they weaponize Santa, and I think that that's not so great. Like, I don't hmm. threaten my kid. They're like, oh, Santa's watching. Go eat your peas. It's just like, hey, like, I don't know. I'm 
my crunchy hippie mom brain i'm just trying to make him be a good person so i'm just like let's just be nice and if you're nice overall but the problem is is then you have to like vet all these like santa movies because i wanted to i don't remember what movie i wanted to watch but i was just like it has like a weird explanation about santa and my kid is very like straight to the point and so he's not going to put together five movies with different santa lore and let me sleep so mm. <laughs> I would have to make up a whole idea of how they're all the same Santa. And this is how? Because I think if I showed him the Santa Claus, he'd freak out. Like, Santa off a roof. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, um, that's actually a good segue to talk about holiday movies. Because there are a lot of um, holiday movies, like especially nowadays, that are all about the origin of Santa Claus. And it like the mystery needs to be unpacked. Like there's the Netflix movie Claus that came out yep. last year. Um sure, and then not? there's the Kurt Russell, the Christmas Chronicles, also on Netflix. The first one was just like hot daddy Santa where he slapped his ass, but apparently in the second one they like really get into like the mythology of Santa Claus <laughs> where like the elves have their own language and like blessed Chris Kringle with some scroll or something. So it's, it's like so like, weird. Kind of like how they're going to divide up the forthcoming Dune movies, like really yeah. get into the frame in and stuff in the second one. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Well, there's like, and so there's the Disney Plus. I think this came out last year. Disney Plus has only been launched for like a year, right? Uh, they had the movie Noel, which mm-hmm. is Anna Kendrick and it had Bill Hader, uh, which is, uh, I'm a fan of his. So I watched the whole movie. It's a cute movie. Um, it uh spoiler alert my favorite part of the movie is they come to the crux of something being like it doesn't say anywhere in the rules that a girl can't be santa it was all very weird it's just (laughs) anna kendrick take her or leave her uh but it was just one of those things where i'm like i don't want to show like because then you show them that movie and they're like oh santa's a girl now and it's like but then we watch a different movie and it's just i don't understand like and then you got the tv shows that are all like the parents don't believe but where do these presents come from (sighs) It's a minefield. Santa minefield. I'm starting to side with your mom as this conversation goes on. I'm just like, nope. <laughs> I think I, one of the sorry, wild... I got, I got sidetracked. Did Anna Kendrick really have like a launch title on Disney Plus, HBO Max, and Quibi? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, she did. Girl, girl works. Because she's earning her money. <laughs> so I feel like... So I'm curious what you guys think is like one of the weirdest uh, Santa Claus uh, movies that you guys have ever seen. Because for me, the answer is very well. I mean, there's Santa Claus, the Santa Claus three, which is just (laughs) mind boggling and terrible. But I would actually more focus on the Santa Claus two. Uh, because I actually did see that one all the way through uh, where Santa Claus has to find a wife. (laughs) And, And it's it's. It's so terribly insulting. I saw it in theaters. Can you please go into so much more detail? Because I want to know how it's insulting. Like I can tell the premise is. Yeah, let's talk about Santa Claus too. Tell tell me. Can we just make this a Santa Claus two cast? Oh my! Oh my! I I I don't remember nearly enough about it. But let's just say that uh, so Tim Allen's son, the little one who's like at the end, I'm going to kill my father one day and take over. Oh yeah, he's like happen. he's like a he he's a teenager now and he's a little shit and he uh, his his form of rebelling is putting graffiti in the gym that says Christmas is real <laughs> or Santa Claus is real Whoa. like Whoa. He's a, yeah and it turns out his his principal is 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 a hot lady 
and she you know she gets into some like of that wacky shenanigans with with tim allen's character and you know, he goes on a bunch of blind dates because he's got to find a wife uh before christmas or he'll lose his powers forever does that mean there is no santa claus or he has to die see like- they never explain it <laughs> I think the answer is just the well, magic disappears if, because he doesn't have a lady to bone. If they if he doesn't get a wife, they march him up to the top of a roof and they push him off. <laughs> yeah. I, I just didn't know if this had like consequences for there being no more Christmas or it just meant that we had to guilt him, Alan. I think it's kind of no more Christmas. I think that's what it is. That's and, alarming. Yeah. And like and the but the the thing that made me so mad about this movie, apart from literally everything, well there's two. One, they make a Santa robot <laughs> that's just Tim Allen with some weird plasticky makeup wasn't on. That the third, wasn't that the third one? No. 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 The second one has <laughs> the robot. The third okay. one has Martin Short as Jack Frost. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the movie ends with like, because, you know, with Tim Allen, when he becomes Santa Claus, he gets big. He gets the white beard and the white hair. Uh, the Mrs. Claus looks exactly the same hmm. she's like a size they four. don't even give her like gray hair or anything no she literally looks exactly the same because oh, you know so la- like- ladies can't age mm. or or gain any weight gotta or gain any weight gotta Just stay in ideal because because that's what i always think i always want like i always want like my mall santa to be chilling and look like a wizened old man but for him to like be like with a, a 29 year old hottie that's definitely not an elf because she, she's wearing the Santa suit, but the the elf is oh my, that's a mess. That's <laughs> boy. It sounds like the it sounds like the Santa and Mrs. Claus combo you'd see in like a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial or something. Like, mm-hmm. so what are the? <laughs> They're drinking Miller Lights. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why they need a seasonal ad of Buffalo Wild Wings, but when <laughs> restaurants come back, I hope they make it. Tis the season to be spicy. Uh, so. <laughs> next year next year when we can have fun christmas commercials again and not just very very sad ones to have the slowest versions of old lang sign that you can find oh in my god unprecedented times ford <laughs> is here for you uh, oh can i just can i just i'm gonna rant about because well, tim and i were actually literally just talking about this before we taped the podcast uh i cannot stand holiday car commercials in general but right this year they feel flat out insulting because like there's even one that's i can't remember the company but they're like it's it's our giving season uh we're donating a bunch of money to charities but you have to like buy a car for them to donate any money and they're like we'll donate 250 dollars if you buy a car (laughs) it's it's so insulting but it's also reminding me i i think this is true but apparently like the like the diamond industry like the the tradition of the diamond engagement ring actually came about during the great depression because they wanted to come up like manufacture a reason for people to have to buy jewelry during the great depression and so like i don't know i just watching and so like just watching these car commercials i'm like oh did were they doing stuff like this during the great depression just having commercials that flaunted wealth and luxury purchases and so, so i guess two so things. Two random pop culture references that, that sprung to mind is one, I think it's a family guy reference where they're like, oh, look, if you get this stuffed animal, they save one gorilla in the wild. Oh, but if you don't buy it, they kill one. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that's what those commercials sound like. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. if you don't buy a Toyota, your neighbors are going to starve to death. Um, <laughs> but the the other one is SNL recently did a, a fake one of those commercials where it's like, look, I bought us a Lexus. You bought a Lexus. 
that's a major purchase. You didn't let me know. And like the neighbor comes over. Why did you don't, why did you borrow $5,000 from me for Alexis? I want it back. Like it's, it's a good, uh, but I'm, I'm just waiting. There's gotta be one. One's going to be coming out and I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. One's going to be like down payment of only $600. I, ah. I will, I will say my favorite new holiday commercial and I'm sure you'll love it too, Abby, but there's like a, a Hellsberg diamond commercials where it's just centered around Pat Mahomes, where it's like, if you buy your lady a necklace, you'll get a personal shout out from Pat Mahomes. <laughs> It's like just it, it is like the Buffalo Wild Wings of like diamond commercials. Who is that? Like, it's the quarterback what? for the Chiefs. Quor- yeah. Oh, he, oh listen, okay. you have to understand. So Patrick Mahomes is so concerned that his legs are just going to fall off at any moment. Like he signed for the Chiefs for ten years for like half a billion dollars. We are going to play I, him until he dies. But he does commercials for literally anyone that asks. I this is not this is not me passing judgment on him doing oh, I know. Uh, taking the money and running. This is about just it's it's a weird paradigm shift to have like a jewelry commercial that's like just targeting the men in a way that like again like Miller Lite you, would target a man. You don't you don't understand. The cult of Patrick Mahomes is real. Last year before we even got to the playoffs, people were having him tattooed to their body. His face. He is not and I love him to death. But he is not someone you would tattoo yourself with. Like he is not, he not. I don't know. I don't know who you tattoo yourself with. But it's just he one of those. Okay, interesting he choice. He doesn't have that Peyton Manning, Papa John's commercial like charisma and good looks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he doesn't have that Aaron Rodgers State Farm look. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, anyway, that's yeah. from Sports Night, Sports Talk, rather <laughs> Sports Talk with Tim and Abby and Beth, kind of. And I'm, 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 I'm adjacent. <laughs> it's okay. I literally forgot that football was happening until Abby was like, uh, talking about maybe taking, uh, taking that trip to Kansas city. I'm like, Oh yeah. Football season's still happening. <laughs> Never. I love my, I love my football. I don't think we need football. Like I'm not the, like the lunatic who's tweeting Americans need football. It's the only thing getting us through, but I'm enjoying myself. Um, watching, um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but, uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger is from my hometown, whether he admits to it or not. So watching him get his teeth bashed in by the two and ten Cincinnati Bengals was everything I needed to get through the rest of this week. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's Happy me being holidays indeed. Yay, Santa's. So so we'll transition back into like Christmas movies just so we don't get even farther off topic. Uh, my favorite random holiday movie that has nothing to do with Santa, and I know I've talked about this a thousand times, it's Jingle All the Way. It's the worst, like, craziest <laughs> movie. I love it. I could watch it a thousand times. There's there's mail bombs. Like, there are th- there are there are jokes about bombs going in the mail, and that, that movie is, mwah. I love it. There was I don't such know a why. Caval- there was such a cavalier nature about, like, going postal jokes in the 90s. It's really weird to unpack yeah. and, and go back to what about you, Tim? What's one of your favorite holiday movies? Um, doesn't have to be about Santa. I was gonna say, like, probably like traditional holiday movie. Home Alone's one that I kind of go back to over and over again. I used to, I used to say, uh, have a preference for Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. But now, with adult eyes, I'm like, oh no, this is terrible. <laughs> this, this is this is bad in 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 every way that a sequel can be bad. <laughs> Uh, but as far as like movies that I'm inclined to like watch as an adult, I really like. Uh, this sounds very snooty, but The Apartment uh, mm. is one that I really, really enjoy. 
and then also I feel like uh, Catch Me If You Can is kind of a good uh, alt Christmas movie. I feel like I'm starting to see people kind of recognize its Christmas movie value, even though it's not entirely set at the holiday or about it, but has some good holiday moments. I feel like Catch Me If You Can is kind of like the new Die Hard. Like everyone is so tired of the Die Hard discourse. Mm-hmm. So they, we're just finding another movie to do it for, like- which is Catch Me If You Can. Like I get the Die Hard thing, I do, and I'm I'm also for the conversation of a Christmas movie and a movie that happens on Christmas. Like I get that, uh, but yeah, the the Die Hard thing is mostly because people learn that and they've based what seems like their entire personalities around it, and it's <laughs> like I like Die Hard. I I watch it ev- like every Christmas season, <laughs> but it's not it. I I don't know. Anyway, that's all I had. Yeah, <laughs> I think for me, um. I mean, one that I've gotten into a lot more recently is uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, which I actually mm-hmm. didn't grow up with. Um, okay, but it's kind of it's one that makes it's it's one that <coughs> makes me feel like a kid, even though I didn't have it when I was a kid. Uh, I also one of my favorites is ABC Family's The Mistletones. I apologize for nothing because it's freaking amazing and it always makes me feel good. Uh, and then finally, the one that is like. A movie that takes place on Christmas but isn't a Christmas movie would be uh, the 1994 Little Women. Okay, that just that just makes me feel like I think the holiday season, even mm-hmm. though a good portion of it does, you know, is not in winter. Okay, so I'm gonna ask this. First of all, this is this is how my train of thought got there. First of all, I have watched the movie The Holiday with Kate Winslet and Jude Law and uh, Cameron Diaz and Jack Black in it more times than I'd care to admit, um, which is also like not a Christmas movie. It just happens over Christmas. And it was, it's even funnier now that Airbnb is a thing. Either way. Um, I've never seen Love Actually. Is it a good movie? I can't tell if I should waste my time or not. I don't know. It. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I've never seen the whole thing. And to be perfectly honest, I have no desire to. I, uh, it, it, it's not a good movie. It's like way too long, but it, it goes down incredibly smooth. Cause if you're like me, like I'm, I'm like a real sucker for a movie that has like 10 different storylines and it jumps back and forth real quick. Cause like whenever yeah. you're bored, you're like, Oh, well the next thing's coming. It's like a, a train with each car pulling the next one forward. Like, okay, maybe the next scene will hook me back in. So I remember getting through it pretty easily, but also like being like, mm, that was kind of dumb and weird. And most of these stories don't hold up to scrutiny. Yeah. We've also seen like the new year's day one, the Valentine's new year's Eve one, the Valentine's those, day those one. Uh, my time. Yeah. If you look, if you like those, I think you'll like uh, okay. love actually. Cause although it's get- got, it does, it does very weirdly start with like a whole opening monologue, uh, like about nine 11 and like airports post nine 11. Huh. Yeah, it's it's uh well, so it's, a little, it's that, a little heavier than like Gary Marshall's New Year's Eve. I do know that the little boy that's in it is now in the Queen's Gambit and he's like supposed to be kind of like a 70s stud. So it's 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 weird. It's weird being like older and seeing like these kids that I just like knew and now they're adults and it's hard to reconcile that in my brain. Um I do like the I like a good Scrooge movie if they do them right. Like I'll I'll probably watch any like any Scrooge movie, like I, the, the Bill Murray one, even though it's dark and weird as all hell, uh, Muppets Christmas makes me cry every time, makes me sob. I also unironically love uh, It's a Wonderful Life for all of its problems. <laughs> like, oh, no, I, your wife I, didn't, your I, wife didn't meet you, so now she's a spinster who works at libraries, and her life's sad. <laughs> but other than that, I love it. 
yeah, you do have to set aside certain things with just older movies in general. Like, I love The Apartment, and I think in some ways it's, like, really smart with, like, gender politics. But then there's, like, certain scenes where uh, a guy is, uh, Jack Lemmon goes to Shirley MacLaine, it's like, oh, yeah, I looked up your file and the group insurance number, and I know your social security number and where you live. It's like, okay, this maybe seemed charming in 1960, but it seems really creepy now. <laughs> yeah, it's anyway. like the it's like those old claymation movies. My mom, we watch those all the time my mom we never bought them either like i bought them for her and we never got them it's like when i bought her grease because she watched grease all the time but she will only watch grease if there's tnt movie breaks or commercial breaks <laughs> uh but we always watch those claymation ones and rudolph i remember like not watching it for like five years and then watching again in like my 20s like oh well you know we will come help you find rudolph no honey you two stay here this is man's business yeah wandering through the snow looking for your child yes quite the manly feat or or when they have to get the women back to christmas town oh boy it's a whole thing but yeah anyway yay i love christmas movies i gotta think of some new ones to watch i feel like i keep watching the old like the same one so that's why i was asking about love actually but i I feel like this year of all the years like there's no better excuse and you know to just enjoy the things that make you feel good oh yeah um you know like it's it's freaking 2020 just just enjoy the holiday movies that you like because we're already having to change so much about what we do mm-hmm. this year for the holiday season like and i've had no qualms about just sticking with the stuff i like like i've been re-watching uh, all the holiday episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And now I'm just re-binging Sabrina the Teenage Witch and I'm having a grand old time. <laughs> yeah, I I have to be cautious with that because I only have so much like emotional capacity to and stress to like a lot to shows because I I get very fixated on things. Like I start experiencing things very viscerally. And also I've just turned into a crier this year. I cried at a commercial the other day. Like just started tearing up. It's just terrible. Like, I'm just crying. I'm like, what? I don't know who any of these people are. There's just a dog and I'm sad. Like, not sad, but like that happy sad. Oh, uh, but I, miss, I tried to watch the the Netflix. Uh, what's the second one? The one with Christina Applegate and um, the one where they like, they kill somebody. Anyway, they're like trying to hi- cover up a murder. And it's like the second season came out. I love the first season. It was so good. And then I tried to watch the second season and it was like, I was... Uh, an episode in and I couldn't watch it. I felt like I was having a like continued panic attack because I was so stressed out and I kept wanting to fast forward through it. I'm like, I can't deal with this much stress in my life. So I just haven't finished it yet. I will watch it after the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, no, like I'm, I've been rewatching just shows that I grew up with or I like, yeah. like I've seen Sabrina the Teenage Witch like a billion kajillion times. Like it's a billion kajillion and one and that's okay with me. Uh, I've been rewatching old episodes of 30 Rock, uh, which has its um, uh, ups and downs. Some of the comedy, um, it, it doesn't hold up to Beth, um, Beth, modern day scrutiny. Beth, Beth I rewatched all of Scrubs. I, we've, we've talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> early, early, like early to mid 2000s TV is just butt puckering fun. You're just like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Why am I watching this? You're like looking around like Twitter's calling to cancel me at any moment. Uh, they did just so much blackface on Scrubs and 30 Rock. Like, yep. it, was a, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. And even though like, because we were rewatching 30 Rock and I think they made a big deal earlier this year of taking the some of the blackface episodes out of circulation, but mm-hmm. we were watching a, an episode that had like uh, Alec Baldwin doing like a, like a fake Indian guru uh, impression just out of the blue. I'm like, Oh, I guess, I guess they're still going to let that one fly. 
Yeah, and it was it was like total brown face, and you yeah, know, it was very you're bad. Just like what? Yeah. You can tell someone does not notice this one. You can tell who Hulu did the same thing with Scrubs. I actually listened to, I started listening to Zach Braff's and Donald Faison's Scrubs rewatch podcast, and they actually addressed that. They're just like, yeah, I guess we thought it was kind of funny, um, and talking about some of the jokes that clearly didn't hold up or things that they thought were really groundbreaking at the time, but just don't play right now. Uh, which I think is interesting, but you can tell when you rewatch the the episodes where they've cut them because there's just such a jump. We're just like, I feel mm-hmm. like I've missed something. There's a joke here, and then they'll do callbacks to that joke, but also cut out part of it. It's it's a sloppy edit. They should have just pulled the episode. Like it's not like mm-hmm. there's Scrubs lore you're missing out on. But anyway, so do any of you guys have a like a holiday? tv episode that you have to watch every single year even if you're like not watching the show in general like you just like this is a 20 or 40 minute episode of television that i have to watch every single year Hmm. Hmm. not really i rewatch some christmas episodes of things like every once in a while if i can think about it like thanksgiving's different thanksgiving i have a whole like run of things that i watch like i watch all the friends thanksgiving episodes inexplicably now west wing thanksgiving episodes are now like in circulation uh jed bartlett calling the turkey hotline is like 10 out of 10 my favorite thing that's happened in an aaron sorkin show which is a easy list to name on my on one hand uh but <laughs> but like Christmas stuff, I'm more into movies than the TV show stuff because a lot of the times the the TV shows seem a little canned. Like sometimes Gilmore Girls because they talk a lot about snow and I miss snow. Like forty <laughs> percent chance of a white Christmas this year. Fingers crossed, everybody. So uh, what about you, Tim? Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's any ones that I feel compelled to watch every year, but I think definitely some of my favorites are. I do love the. Uh, the Futurama ones, uh, mm-hmm. dealing with the evil robotic Santa Claus <laughs> and just that show. I'll watch any holiday episode of that show is going to be a go-to holiday episode because that show is so good. Um, that also, the the short-lived uh, sitcom Happy Endings has a really good Christmas episode I like to I like to watch. It's about uh, having a birthday that coincides with Christmas and it's a lot of, a lot of humor gleaned from that. So, yeah. But what about you, Beth? Uh, I mean, I like watching the Sabrina the Teenage Witch ones, particularly a se- the season one one, because it's about Sabrina and Salem, and I love it. Um, I really like the Glee parody of Community from season three, oh, where they're a bunch one. doing a bunch of holiday songs. I just have a really good time with that one. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, also the Rankin Bass Christmas specials, which essentially are episodes of tv with the exception of rudolph and frosty's christmas in july the ultimate holiday crossover spectacular that gives the netflix holiday movie universe a run for its money it's very weird if you haven't seen it no i haven't but it did make me just think i should watch the new the star wars christmas special and just start screaming about canon this isn't canon no and see Ooh, i wonder where the i feel like it's been oh have you seen the lego one that just came out the Lego, oh, I have the Lego Star I Wars. Seen that either it's no. it's pretty cute. I okay. enjoyed it. Okay, yeah, Tim's mm-hmm. hot too. Yeah, if you like seeing uh, your favorite Star Wars characters in new combinations, it's it's fun. <laughs> to, to your face right now. I, I, I just wish I kind of I kind of I kind of forgot that I had seen it, which is how I feel <laughs> with a lot of how I feel about a lot of Disney Star Wars content. 
It's crazy to me that it was less than a uh, about a year ago that we saw episode nine, and that just is that's when that came out, right? Episode nine last year. Yes. Yes. It? Yeah. It just I don't know. It feels like it came and went, which I didn't think a Star Wars movie could do. Yes, it was. La- I was gonna say yeah, it was last year because I watched it and then I got on a plane to Florida. And now I'm remembering. Uh, yeah. Boy, remember remember the end of December watching a movie in a packed theater twice in one night, then getting on a plane, then going to a theme park. Just uh, everything in like knowing that it was already because I think it was like back in November or something like people were tweeting about that was when the first cases appeared in China. Yeah. So thinking that it was already this it's, threat was on the horizon. We were hearing little news stories about it. But like, mm-hmm. oh, that's just another that's like I, I think my comfort was like, oh, yeah, I remember when SARS happened like in 2003. Like, yeah, it'll be like that. We'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. It was a <laughs> There's no scientific basis for that whatsoever. What could, could it possibly go wrong? Uh and thinking about it, though, I do like one of the things I used to do a lot, and I've just obviously I just don't have time for in my current uh, current state as a mother and a full time job holder and uh, pandemic liver through her uh, Harry Potter books. I used to read them all the time because I love just like go. I you could I could read Harry Potter very quickly. Like I don't read very quickly. Like I'm not like a speed reader, but for some reason I can digest a Harry Potter book in like record time. They and it's always very comforting. Children. The movie's not as much. Like, the movie's just, it's hard to digest it faster than it's playing <laughs> for you. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do like, like, the books have this very nice, warm feeling to them. So. Still? I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, Harry, uh, Harry Potter, obviously <laughs> written by Daniel Radcliffe. I, yes, right? Yes. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, that makes, <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yes. yes. Fa- yes, famous Harry Potter. Nothing problematic uh, about and and character. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. I know he wrote his own thing that he could star in. Frankly, I mm-hmm. think that's a really boss move, especially considering yeah. he was ten. Yeah, I think it actually started. It's like a one man show at Edinburgh, and it just really took off. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, so to kind of close things out, I thought we could all just take a moment to say, I mean, I, I know that like saying something you're thankful for is more of a Thanksgiving thing, but you know, it's also, you know, the holidays and let me consult the rule book. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> well, then you get to no, go first. Our blessings. What, what, it's, no, no, no. It's not what we're thankful for. It's our blessings. What have we been blessed? Our for? blessings. Okay. So, so what are our, what's a bl- blessing each of us have Tim, for, Tim lead know, with Beth. Tim, you gotta lead. You gotta say Beth. No, 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 he doesn't. <laughs> okay. I'm serious. Wait, so I that. no, I was gonna lead with a question because now I don't understand. Because it sounded <laughs> like you were queuing us up for gratitudes, and then we changed it to blessings, which sounds like I'm wishing good luck upon something. Oh, I don't know. So gratitudes my... is also good. I my family never really. This is the other thing. My family never really did thankful things because we're just a bunch of sarcastic nerds. So mm-hmm. we would never be able to do it in earnest. Like none of us are all looking around the table, be like, "I'm really thankful for." Like it's just not. We are not coded to do that. So that's mm-hmm. never. This was never. I've definitely been invited to houses where they did it, and I just wanted to go to the bathroom and never come out uh, because it just made me feel awkward. Like, oh, we do are you not, not want to do it then? No, 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 no. It's fine, <laughs> but it's just one of those. Hi, would you like, like to I'm come over and go to the podcast bathroom? No, it's this like being your... invited over to a house and be like, "Do you want to lead us in prayer?" And you're just like, "This is a very intense moment for me, a stranger, to be involved in." This is fine. I know all of you. Uh, but it is, was just one of those, is... I don't have the right language or verbiage to just start us off. So no, whatever I, I feel, it is, do that. I, I feel the exact same way. This is actually reminding me, there's like a good Onion headline from a while back where it's like, uh, uh, grandmother suggests we all say what we're thankful for, like at Norman fucking Rockwell painting or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, my, my, our family, like, we all love each other, but, like, in a really weird Midwestern way. 
Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, we don't, uh, we don't make stuff for each other. Like it was like, we've never been that family. So it's like, we don't make stuff. We don't say we're thankful for. We just like have like a really loud day where we just spend the day arguing about politics. Usually just my dad and me just screaming about each other and taking breaks to eat. And then at the end of each other, at the end, we'd all give each other bear hugs, say we loved each other Mm -hmm. and like cry and leave. And it was just like, we bottle up all of our emotions until right at the end when we're all too drunk to hold it in anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds 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 familiar. Don't, don't Ohio. That's what we do. Like it's just how we party. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. Tim, what's your gratitude? All right, what am I grateful for? Uh, well, I'm grateful for my. I know Abby cued me up, so now it's going to sound like this isn't genuine. But I'm very nice. grateful for my wife and mm-hmm. my and my son who's on the way and who is happy and healthy by all measures that we can get at this point, which is mainly through ultrasound and just feeling him kick all the time. Uh, so I'm just really grateful for that. And I'm grateful that, um, that, 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 you know, a lot of the people I know have been kind of safe and, uh, and gotten through this, this pretty awful year. And, um, and I'm just grateful that, that we're all getting through it. Oh, that was actually really sweet. I feel like I stammer too much. <laughs> no, you kind of you kind of crushed from the top. it <laughs> from the top. Start it again. Just... Uh, so I'll say what I'm grateful for: uh, season 36 of the challenge on MTV Double Agents. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <sighs> it's the trickiest, most duplicitous season ever. Abby, you have to help me. Like you have football. Tim has the challenge, and I don't know what to do. This is. I- uh, yeah, I don't know if you know this, but my my job at Viacom CBS involves uh, writing copy for MTV's The Challenge, and I have gone down a rabbit hole on that show. It is the only sport I care about, and it is a sport. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a pool and everything, and like I'm not only in an office pool about the challenge. I'm like the guy that other people are going to for information about like the players and like who how CT looking this season, like. <laughs> Listen, I love that stuff. I love, like, I can't, like, consume a whole lot of reality television. Like, for a little bit, I watched, like, a couple seasons of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Because I was like, I was, I, this is going to be something that I'm, like, randomly into. I couldn't make it past, like, a second season. I'm like, I, I can't. I cannot physically make myself do it anymore. But I used to be the Project Runway person. Like, I could tell you everything. I knew. And, by the way, rewatch Project Runway if you ever did. I used to be like, this is the peak of fashion. This is so great. We watched like like a season two, and I'm like, oh my god, this is the worst. 2000s fashion was awful. It's like it's all denim, and it's a prom dress. Ah. Here, here's what I found from my from my expertise in reality television is you can't go back to the earlier seasons. Reality television yeah. isn't like The Sopranos. You don't start from the beginning. It's in the past. We forget about it. Like I'm basically like I'm obsessed with the challenge, but only. Only like from season thirty onward. I've been told that if I go back to like the earlier seasons, it's going to be a lot of racism and homophobia and roided uh, out douchebags and just like unpleasant early two, like mid two thousands culture. And I don't want to see yeah. that. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. ruin Johnny Bananas, who's already a pretty big asshole. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to watch the challenge. Damn it, Tim. <laughs> Well, he might be grateful for the challenge, but I don't watch it. So. And also my wife and my child. <laughs> well, in addition to all the things that Tim said, although reversed because I'm thankful for I'm grateful for Tim. I am also I am grateful that 
um, that were in a city that's still keeping COVID relatively under control because we kind of already went through the worst of it earlier this year in New York. It was really bad. Um, and I'm thankful that um, we are, you know, staying here and not having to to travel and deal with all the stresses of that. I'm also thankful that our families aren't pressuring us to do that because I know a lot of families have been doing that and we're, we've had, you know, we've put our foot down and our, our families have been very loving and understanding and also just grateful for, for, for doctors, not only for our prenatal care, but also oh, just in general. Oh, is it seven o'clock? <laughs> Hey, don't be a butt. I was being sincere. I'm sorry. Turkey. I was just, remember, I was See, just remembering is, that. This is, this is why we can't do this. This is why Tim and I were not coded to do this. Was, we went too long without a joke. That, 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 was, that was very beautiful. I very much appreciated that. Uh, and Abby, what about you? I mean, it's just, again, what's, what's leading off with Tim's, I don't know if it's going to sound sincere, but obviously my husband and my baby dragon, uh, we have been, we have been together in this house since March, it is the longest. Uh, I, I don't remember if I've mentioned this before, but this is the longest I've ever not been on a plane before. As of now, it is now a full year since I've been on a plane. It's a weird feeling. Um, I think Southwest is concerned about me. They've been sending me a lot more emails. They're like, um, where, where you been? It's been a couple months. Um, I just, I'm just happy that we're here. We're close. And like, like you said, my, my family, I was worried they were going to pressure me into going to see seeing them and things like that but they understand i think uh much like much like they took with my when i got celiac when i got diagnosed with celiacs they weren't sure how to understand it and they just thought it was kind of a whole thing that was how they were in the early part of the pandemic and now it's no 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 abby this is definitely you're fine just stay home okay um yeah just and then learning a bunch of new stuff it's why i've been trying to like watch new uh shows and reading new books, I'm trying to at least be like, oh, I did something during the pandemic. I had a whole plan. I was going to get really yoked, be like super strong at the end of this. It's just like, it's not working. <laughs> it's hard you know, to find motivation. Yeah, well, I, I, the, I lost those five pounds and then gained those 15. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like, I I think as long as you're just getting by, that's that's all oh, we can ask Oh, no, for. I know. And surviving, it's more than enough. Surviving and, and just doing what you need to do to... To mental, like the self care, the just regular care, not even self care, like, but, and I'm just, I'm just thankful to have like all of my friends. I for, for better or worse, all of my friends are spread out. Um, the closest ones are like two, two and a half hours away, so I haven't seen people in a long time. But I have these screens, even though I'm exhausted with them, that keeps me close to people. Um, and yeah, again, I'm very, very thankful for doctors. In fact, I am friends with one who isn't. An OBG, yay! Who is an OBGYN, and they're they're talking about pulling her into the ICU. So just so you know, stay safe, or you might be having a vent inserted into you by a gynecologist. And nope, 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 no, no, all that. But anyway, yes, I am thankful. And you know what? Just to bring in here, just self promotion, I'm very thankful for this podcast. It gives me something to do on a weekly basis. It's it's like a regimen, and I get to talk to some people, and I get to watch a show that brings me comfort. And hopefully, by the time it makes a turn for the worst, we are out of this, and I don't have a meltdown. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, I am thankful for once upon a time and for once upon a timing, and thankful to all of our wonderful listeners for uh, for joining us on this amazing adventure. We are in the middle of season two, and it's been it's been a lot of fun. 
Uh, especially thank you to our Snow Queen patrons. We've got Lisa Slack, Patrick Stevens, Jacob Fulcult, Paul, Brian Sanina, Blake Brinkley, and Zach Chobanoff. If you are interested in becoming a patron and you can listen to an extra bonus holiday content, uh, you can head to patreon.com slash OUA timing. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tim is laughing, and I don't know why. I had a bit. I was saving up, and then I started thinking about it too much, and now the moment's passed. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can uh, you can head to our join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash OUA Timing. You can uh, follow us on Twitter, OUA Timing. I am at Beth Elderkin. I am at Jess underscore Abby. And Tim, what's your joke? Just, just okay. Do it. So my bit was gonna be like, as you were ramping down here, but it was like so much uh, wind down. I was gonna be like, uh, oh, okay. So now do we start talking about the actual episode? As if this had all been preamble. It would have been a fun day. Well, on that note, where can people uh, find you on the social media? Uh, they can find me at T Sampson on Twitter. Uh, I got in early. Got a primo handle on that i think i'm tl samson 2 on instagram but that's also private so i'll probably reject you uh so yeah twitter is the main place to go i i love i for some reason tim's in like tim's obsession of being early adopter to most tech sites to make sure he gets his handle without a number in it is something that sticks into my head all the time because i was privy to a very drunken rant about tim getting emails from tim samson at gmail not tim sampson one or something like that i don't remember like it was just you were just furious that you didn't have tim sampson without a, a number i was i was very late to gmail i'm tim dot well i probably shouldn't give out my email on there but <laughs> yeah like, oh, hold on a second tim <laughs> um <laughs> and we will be back next week to uh, dive into another wonderful episode of once upon a timing so thank you again everyone have a, ha- a happy and safe holidays and abby we will see you next week See you next week. Happy holidays! Bye! Merry Christmas! Happy holidays! All that. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.